Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul DeNitro Skyros. Welcome to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. We got a great show today. It's time for some spring cleaning. It's time to catch up on some stuff since WrestleMania weekend. I'll talk about Cody Rhodes, Jay Cargill, our main cover story. Is there a war amongst the fans of AEW versus WWE and vice versa? Very interesting topic. Plus, I'll talk about uh, Drew McIntyre. I'll have uh, this week in wrestling history. I'll have a parting shot on a most recent incident that was in TMZ. And I'll have a programming note about next week. So without any further ado, let's begin. Let's go to Monday Night Raw. Cody Rhodes. Will his second chance produce championship gold? Probably the answer is yes. I think more than likely that's where they're headed now with Cody Rhodes. I mean, he defeated Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. <clears throat> and probably one of the top four matches of the night for WrestleMania for both nights, I would say. And then he defeated The Miz on TV in a great comeback for Raw. He had a great promo, talked about how he was going to do it for his dad and how he's going to do it for himself. He looks determined. He looks ready. I think that Cody will probably be main eventing SummerSlam against uh the Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, in Nashville, Tennessee on July 30th. They just made that announcement today that SummerSlam will be in Nashville on July 30th. I thought it was going to be at the big show coming up September 2nd at in London, England, but I guess they decided to put it in Nashville. So that's fine by me. Nissan Steam pretty much holds, what, 60,000, 70,000 people? I think they're going to put... Cody Rhodes against the undisputed unified, undisputed universal champion Roman Reigns, probably at SummerSlam. So yeah, he, it's going to produce championship gold for Cody in the very near future. Moving on, let's talk about MVP. He dumped Bobby Lashley for Omos. Did he just basically kill his own career by doing that? Not really, because I think it outlived its usefulness. Bobby Lashley can go on his own and do a good job. I think MVP needed something fresh, some new talent. He can mold Omos as his true colossal monster. I think he will take Omos to the next level. I think he may be rebuilding a new version of the Hurt Business. And with Omos as his crown jewel, you can bet MVP is going to take him to the heavyweight championship of the world down the line and make him a much improved wrestler. I'm telling you, Omos is going to be the gigantic monster that he needs to be under the tutelage of MVP. And Bobby Lashley can definitely be on his own and be a championship contender at the same time. So, no, it was not a mistake. It did not kill his own career. In fact, it may have enhanced the career of MVP now that he is managing Omos in the WWE. And finally, on a quick note, the whole Elias, Ezekiel being, I mean, Ezekiel being Elias' brother, really? You want now us to believe that creative, that Ezekiel is the younger brother of Elias? No, it's not true. Eli, Ezekiel is Elias. Elias is Ezekiel. It's Elias with a shave and a pretty much a decent haircut. 
And by the way, you're putting Kevin Owens in that situation. I'll have more about that in my parting shot as well coming up now that I think about it. And that will be Raw for this week. Now let's get to our main story. And I find this real interesting that history seems to repeat itself in professional wrestling. Is there a war amongst fans of AEW versus WWE and vice versa? Apparently the answer is yes. Look, and it centers around Cody Rhodes making his return to the WWE. You can see the AEW fans going, Cody's going to fail, man. He turned on us, man. We're AEW, man. We're not like the sports entertainment crap. And you know where Chris Jericho's sports entertainment um, promos are coming from? Yep, the WWE, his time in the WWE. AEW fans don't like that. We're not sports entertainment. We're wrestling fans, damn it. We're wrestling fans. While the WWE fans, the WWE universe, is making fun of us professional wrestling fans that, hey, we're sports entertainment fans. We're sports entertainment fans. You don't know what you're talking about doing your flips and flies. We did it beforehand. We're sports entertainment. And you know they're secretly supporting Chris Jericho on that as well. And hoping for Cody to fail. Uh, AEW fans want Cody to fail. WWE fans want to stick it to AEW by making Cody their champion. Excuse me. And to prove that sports entertainment is better than professional wrestling. Now, I mentioned history repeating itself. ECW had that type of interesting thing, and I was a personal witness to this. Um, at one point back in 19, late 1998, 1999, it seems that Philadelphia fans hated New Yorker fans, uh, New York fans, and New York fans think that Philly fans sucked. Well, I was at an ECW show at uh, Delaware State University in Dover, Delaware, back in March of 1999, and you can hear them say, New York sucks, Philly sucks. Us Delawareans, we didn't care. We didn't care. We were defending Delaware against Philadelphia as well as New York. But you can hear it on television. And it was a great concept. It was it was exciting. The fans had their own feud. And it made sense. It made sense because geographically, New Yorkers have some sort of animosity toward Philly fans as far as wrestling goes. And Philly fans who loved their wrestling, hated the New York audience as being sports entertainers. So that's just my opinion about it at that time. So yeah, the Philly versus New York feud in ECW is what we're seeing now with the AEW fans mocking the WWE's sports entertainment and the WWE universe praising sports entertainment. And that is my main story for this week. We're going to take a time out. When we come back, we'll have some AEW opinion about Jay Cargill and Dan Housen. More after this. Time out. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul DeNitro Skyvers here. And um, from the mind of the Nitro and Nitro memories are out now at YouTube.com slash Paul Skyvers. Today, first on From the Mind of the Nitro, I'll give my predictions for the remainder of the spring of 2022. And in Nitro Memories, I'll look back at June 1987, where Hulk Hogan met 
the king of professional of the WWF, Harley Race in a Texas death match, and the introduction of the War Games, the match beyond. They are currently out now today. Make sure you check it out, www.youtube.com slash Paul Skyvers today. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul DeNitro Skyvers for Anchor.fm. It's, we're in the middle of spring, and spring has sprung with excitement, especially with um, podcasts. And let me ask you this. Wouldn't you like to have your own podcast? Did you ever think about, hmm, maybe I'd like to do my own podcast? Well, Come to Anchor.fm and let your podcast sprout out like spring. I mean, it's free. It's easy to do. It's easy to set up. You can make money off of it, and it streams on all services, Spotify, Google, Apple, and all other streaming services. Let spring be sprung with your own podcast here at Anchor.fm. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul Nitro Scars. Welcome back to this edition of From the Mind of the Nitro. Thanks so much for joining us. Let's go to AEW now. We begin with Jay Cargill. Is she overlooking her possible 30th win? Yes. And I think Ms. Shafir is going to be the one that ends this undefeated streak. I think she'll not get her 30th win right away. She'll probably get it after she suffers her first loss. And I think she will lose this TBS title to Ms. Shafir because as I saw Miss Shafir make her debut on um, Dynamite this past Wednesday, you could tell the intensity in her eyes. She looked at the batting section like, huh, who the hell are you people? Anyway, Miss Shafir is that MMA style. She has a slower pace, which may throw Jane Cargill for a loop, so to speak. And I think that her overconfidence, talking about Jane Cargill, her overconfidence may cost her that TBS championship. So, yeah, she's overlooking her possible 30th win because she'll end up losing that TBS title in the next title defense against Miss Shafir. And then she'll get her 30th win against somebody else afterward and not make it more meaningful as far as she is concerned. So, yeah, she's overlooking her 30th win because, in my opinion, she's going to end up losing it to Miss Shafir as the TBS championship. Moving on, Hangman Adam Page, or Adam Cole. This is his last shot at the world title. Well, as we speak, he lost the Texas death match. So that basically was his last shot at the WCW, or excuse me, what do I keep saying WCW? <laughs> Little slip up there. The AEW World's Heavyweight Championship. You had two opportunities, you blew them. Now you got to start from the bottom once again, and you got no one to blame but yourself. I mean, you could have taken more time to prepare a much better attack against Adam uh, Hangman Adam Page. So where do you go, Adam Cole? Baby is right back at the bottom, trying to work your way up the top and figure. Hmm, I need another strategy, something better to beat Hangman Adam Page for the championship, or could it be CM Punk? Think about that. Sia Puck probably moved up past you as the top contender for the AEW World's Heavyweight title. So let that be served as a lesson, Mr. Uh, Adam Pay or Adam Cole, baby. And that is next time, have a better strategy when you're asking for a rematch. Diversify. Learn something from the first match and, and move it to the second match. And you wanted a Texas, uh, 
You accepted a Texas death match? Really? Mm -mm. Mistake, mistake, mistake. Now he's going to have to learn from it. And finally, let's talk about Danhausen. Oh, God. This guy's replacing Orange Cassidy as the biggest joke of AEW. Who is he trying to impress? He's very evil. He doesn't look evil to me. He looks like somebody that works at um, Target during Halloween. <laughs> oh, my God. He hasn't even wrestled yet. Who has he really wrestled that earned him the right to come to AEW? He wants to put a spell on Hook. Hook's going to slap the taste out of him next time he tries that stupid gimmick. Eh, I'm putting the spook on you, please. That's that sports entertainment WWE creative crap that I don't need right now. I think we've had enough through Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. You don't need Dan Housen out there. Ooh, I'm going to put a spell on you. Ooh, give me a break. Why don't you grow up, kid? Seriously, you're very evil. You're not evil, kid. You look like somebody that's working Halloween at Target. <laughs> Please. Well, we're going to take a, uh, another timeout here. When we come back, we're going to SmackDown. Drew McIntyre. We'll talk about him. We'll talk about Raquel Gonzalez being there and more coming up on this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro after this timeout. Hello, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers. Coming up, the first. Hello, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers here. Coming up this Tuesday. I will have an announcement about the expansion of my uh, website, www.saturdayeveningswiththenitro.com, with new commentary, as well as my Facebook group, Saturday Evenings and Sunday Mornings with the Nitro, at www.facebook.com slash Saturday Evenings and Sunday Mornings with the Nitro. The big announcement comes this Tuesday. Don't miss it. Hello, everybody. I'm Paul DeNitro Scovers here. This Sunday on from Sunday mornings from, with the Nitro, I will take a look at the interesting war between the fans of AEW and the WWE fans. I discussed it a little bit earlier in my main story on this podcast. I will expand on it further this Sunday morning on Sunday mornings with the Nitro, www.wordpress.com slash the daily chinlock. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul DeNitro Skyvers here for Anchor.fm. What, whatever subject you like, um, entertainment, music, sports, anything, we have it for you right here at Anchor.fm. And did you know that you could create your own podcast? Absolutely, right here at Anchor.fm. It's free. It's easy to set up. You can make money off of it. And it streams on all podcast uh, streaming services. Spotify, Google, Apple, and all other streaming services. Come aboard today at Anchor.fm. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul DeNitro Scars. Welcome back to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. Let's talk about SmackDown now. Let's begin with Drew McIntyre. The time is now to get serious about going for the Universal title. We know Sami Zayn is going to keep running. From Drew McIntyre, complete waste of time. The time is now for Drew McIntyre to go after the Universal Championship. 
I would say probably by the summer, if they were really serious, and I'm talking about the creative department, then I would say they would push Drew to a title shot in the summer of this year, maybe money in the bank before SummerSlam. I think the time is now anyway, because why are you wasting time with him? He already got done with a boring feud with Happy Corbin, and now he's running after Sami Zayn. Uh, Mistake, mistake creative. You should have him push towards a shot at the Universal Championship. He's one of your biggest stars on the roster. Wake up, creative. You're missing out. Moving on, let's talk about Charlotte Flair now. Will I quit? Destroy the mystique of the queen. You better believe it. Why is she so obsessed with the term, I quit? Quitting is not part of her DNA. Really? (laughs) Really? Who was the one that tapped out twice? And the last time I checked in today's terminology, does tapping out equivalent to the verbal expression of, I quit? Yes, that's exactly what it is. When you tap up, you're ver- non-verbally saying, I quit, I quit. And quitting is not in your DNA? Shoot, you probably submitted before the past. But you moved on, didn't you? But I guess she is so obsessed with the fact that Ronda Rousey's beneath her and that she has dismissed the services of Ronda Rousey as the number one contender for the SmackDown Women's title. That she's now becoming obsessed with, I have never quit. I don't quit. Quitting is not in my DNA. You quit before you said you submitted. You tapped out twice at WrestleMania. You can't deny it. And you could get all hissy-fitty and attack Drew Gulak and put him in the figure eight. Who's that supposed to impress? Nobody. Come on. Yeah, if you scream, I quit, it's going to be ending the mystique of the queen. It's going to happen. Ronda Rousey is going to win the SmackDown Women's title at the WrestleMania Backlash. <laughs> the Queen, I never quit. It's not my DNA. Really? <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about Raquel Gonzalez. She got moved up from NXT to SmackDown. We welcome her to SmackDown. Hope she does well in the near future. And will she be the next superstar in the women's uh Roster, you better believe it. Look at Raquel. She is big, 6'2", looking lean, mean, and ready to kick some butt. She knows what she's doing. She's a former NXT Women's Champion, NXT Women's Tag Team Champion, twice. I mean, she has all the physical tools. She's got good wrestling skills. She's got charisma. She's got appeal to the fans. I think this is a good sign that Raquel Gonzalez is going to be the next in line to carry the SmackDown women's division. I feel very strongly about this. And we welcome her aboard SmackDown, and we wish her the best of luck. And I know that she is really going to make an impact on SmackDown. Be on the lookout for Raquel Gonzalez in the near future. Well, we're going to take another timeout when we come back. It's this week in wrestling history, and then two parting shots this week. More on Saturday evenings with the Nitro after this timeout. Hello, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Scholars for Anchor.fm. And whatever subject you want to talk about, you can create your own podcast or 
stream some of the other podcasts of the same subject. Why, why not join the fun and do your own podcast? It's free. It's easy. You can easily set it up. You can make money off of it. And it streams on all services, Spotify, Google, Apple, and all other streaming services. Come aboard today and experience the excitement of your own podcast on Anchor.fm. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul Nitro Scars. Welcome back to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. And now it is time for This Week in Wrestling History. On April 12, 1986, in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and the Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer went to a no contest. Meanwhile, on April 16, 1972, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, the original Sheik. By the way, I'm still waiting on that biography. Come on, Amazon. Send me my copy of Blood and Stone. I've been waiting to read that for a while. The Sheik defeated Carlos Roca. In Toronto on um, April 18th, 1972, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Larry the Axe Henning defeats Dr. X. On April 17th, 1983, at the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia, in a full rope and chain match, Captain Redneck Dick Murdoch and the American Dream Dusty Rose, the Texas Outlaws, reunited to defeat the Russian bear Ivan Koloff, and the Iron Sheik. On April 19, 1979, at Tottawa, New Jersey, Andre the Giant and Ted DiBiase take on high, uh, defeated High Chief Peter Maivia and Greg the Hammer Valentine. And finally, on April 18, 1982, in Asheville, North Carolina, NWA World Heavyweight Champion, the Nature Boy Ric Flair, defeated Ole Anderson, and that is this week in wrestling history. And now, folks, it's time for my parting shots. First, I recently read in TMZ that Sonny got arrested again for a DUI, and it's it's just unreal because it actually ended up killing a 75-year-old man. I mean, come on. Are you serious, Sonny? Oh, right here, I'm just trying to answer somebody. Um, I'll get back to Sonny here in just a moment. I mean... All right, sorry about that distraction. Back to Sonny. I mean, really? You ended up killing somebody when you're behind the wheel of a car, you're impaired, you're drunk, you've had prior DUIs. I mean, come on. I wouldn't be too surprised now that the WWE might blackball you and put you out of the Hall of Fame. And it's quite a shame, you know. I don't take too lightly with uh, people that do have substance abuse problems and stuff like that. I hope they get better and get rehab and what they need and stuff like that. But when it's multiple times and now you ended up killing somebody, really? I guess a good amount of time in jail may be what you need to... Straighten yourself up, and now it's more of a serious charge right now. So I'm going to wait until further details come out before I give my opinion about it. It's just a darn shame. Really? I mean, don't drink and drive, people. Don't drink and drive. That's the best advice I could give you. And finally, let me talk about Kevin Owens here. 
You have WWE Creative. I want you to pay attention. I want you to pay attention right now. You had Kevin Owens do his best work at WrestleMania. Stone Cold Kevin Owens. Stone Cold Kevin Owens. And what do you do? You put him in a spot with Ezekiel, Eli's, I mean, Elias' younger brother? Really? Really? You don't push him to the moon? You should. You got the hottest act right there with Stone Cold Kevin Owens. This could be the start of something huge, huge, and it looks like you're going to drop the ball again. Come on, creative. How many times do I have to tell you, you got something that big? Push it. Use it. It'll make you money. Kevin Owens is ready. What are you waiting for? Seriously, stop this. Stalling. Kevin Owens is your major, major superstar, and I swear if you drop the ball, I'm going to be on you. I will be on you. Push him. He is stone cold Kevin Owens. Don't put him down in a ridiculous interview segment the following week with Ezekiel, Elias' brother. He should be telling how Stone Cold ripped him off and cheated in a no-holes bar match that he's the one that drove Steve Austin back into retirement, that he is the new Stone Cold. Gee, it's not that hard. And that is my parting shot for this week. And before we go, a programming note, uh, next week will be the last podcast for this month. Because the week after that, I will not be here. I'll be at race weekend at Dover International Speedway. Looking forward to that. Tickets, by the way, are still available. Go uh, to Dover International Speedway on Google. Click on there. Get your tickets now for the Dryden 400 on May 1st. Just a little plug for Dover International Speedway. Uh, Programming note, next Saturday will be the final uh, podcast episode for this month. For this month. And also, also that very same week, I'm going to be doing a special this week in wrestling history, looking through the eyes of the history of the Monster Mile itself, Dover National Speedway, through the years, I will give you what happened in the world of professional wrestling during selected years. I did this with the Daytona 500. I will do it with this one. So it's a special edition of this week in wrestling history, the Monster Mile edition. That will all happen next weekend right here on this podcast. Those are two separate podcasts. This week, I'm at Saturday evenings with the Nitro. And this week in Wrestling History Special, the Monster Mile Edition. And with that, that will bring an end to this edition of Saturday evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. Until next time, everybody, I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers here saying so long, everybody. Thank you.